technology shapes and influences every aspect of our lives today, and we're only beginning to scratch the surface of understanding how it will radically change the way we live and work in the future. Coming up... You know, as you work with these partners, um, you'll need to break down some of these silos. My recommendation is always get in a room, right? Get, get the right people in the room, brainstorm, have the conversation, talk about how you can use data more effectively and more efficiently, ultimately to better serve your customers, but, but also create significant operational efficiencies across the organization. Most of the partners will, will know that and they'll understand that. And so as you work with them, try to figure out ways to, you know, to, to benefit the customer at the end of the day. And the data will tell the story. You're listening to the Futurismic Podcast with Michael Hainsworth, a Nokia original series. Mobile operators are sitting on a treasure trove of data about their customers, from location to surfing habits to dropped calls and everything in between. But cultural, technical, and regulatory silos within the communications service provider can prevent them from leveraging this information to the benefit of the enterprise or retail user, and ultimately, the CSP itself. Reed Peterson knows this. As the SVP of Telecom Strategy at Datastax in Atlanta, he uses Apache Cassandra as a system to help large customers interpret an insane amount of data to do good for both its client and the consumer. This at a time when trust in telecommunications companies is at a five-year low. He believes telcos should be among our most trusted brands, and he attributes that to a lack of understanding on the part of the user and the CSP. For years, MNOs have had a significant amount of user data, right? Including locations or behaviors, social networks, usage and spend. And, and they have taken great care to protect and secure that, uh, not to sell or divulge that information. Um, for example, they know how much a user spends on voice or text or internet connectivity and, and other services. Now there are, you know, regulatory and other reasons for that, but the fact remains that, that for years, telecoms companies have hold user data privacy and security as paramount, which should engender significant consumer trust, I think. But it hasn't. Why hasn't it? The concern seems to be that the CSP doesn't have the best interests of its end customer at heart, that it's more focused on itself. How do we square this circle? Yeah, I think that that's a great question. You know, I think a lot of times, um, you know, we, we have a perspective that that uh, that something that costs us money isn't necessarily something that, that helps and benefits us. You look at a number of the OTT players who, you know, basically sell the data. Um, you know, for some reason, we have a lot more trust uh, of them. Now, that's changing with some, you know, recent challenges and and, and issues that have come up. But uh, But for the most part, I think you know, we've kind of used CSPs as, as just utilities um, and, and, and maybe not nearly as much trust as we should have in them. So telecom companies believe trust is rooted in network reliability, but the customer is looking for evidence the CSP will do the right thing for them and the planet as we sort of see that shift as well. Is changing this perspective a matter of changing culture? And if so, how do we do it? Uh, absolutely. I, I Well, I think transparency is, is paramount here, right? Um, and I also think creating more of a community. The, the customer wants to feel involved, right? Um, they they want to you know to feel like they're part of something bigger than than themselves, and they want that company that they work and, and associate with um, as a CSP to represent their values and and their their perspective. And so you know I think you know telcos have an opportunity to become a clear steward 
of, of data privacy and, and, and protection. Um, you know, consumers made it clear they want to, you know, understand and feel good about how their data is being used, you know, and, and CSPs that are kind of true stewards of that consumer data protection and privacy will be clear winners, right? So I think, I think really it does come down to transparency, building a community, um, you know, standing for things that, that, that your customers want you to stand for. I think those are all critically important in, in building uh, and engendering that trust. You mentioned the remarkable amount of data that any given telecommunications company acquires over the course of a day, let alone uh, a year. <laughs> Those call data records that are so um, prized as something to secure. Tell me about how we leverage that, though. So ensuring that a CSP is doing the right thing um, when it comes to that customer interaction, leveraging that data for good. Great question. I, you know, here's the thing, uh, you know, an operator that serves, you know, 8 million customers uh, generates about 30 million call data records a, a, a day. It's about 11 billion records annually. If you take a much larger mobile network operator, a lot of them in the U.S. around 100 uh, million subscribers, that's that's 375 million call data records uh, per day, 370 billion per year. That is a significant amount of data. And so, you know, what do you do with that data? How do you treat that data? Well, well, this is where kind of digital transformation and, and using machine learning and artificial intelligent data models um, to, to use that data to develop the, these kind of models around how you uh, understand customer data and customer engagement, right? So with all this data, you know what the customer is doing, you know where they're at, you know what they're, you know, um, all the different aspects of, of, of their engagement with you. And, and so what, what do you do with that? Well, you need to develop these kind of machine learning models. Um, and those machine learning models are really to, you know, figure out how to, you know, ingest that data, process that data, train that data, use the data models to ultimately give more kind of predictive capabilities to, to serve the customer better. It really has to come down to the customer. Everything is about how you engage that customer at the point of interaction, at the edge. And, and, and 5G is going to push more of that. And so you know, I really think it does come down to, you know, um, engaging that customer, using that data to to better understand, better interpret what they need uh, and respond to their 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 needs or their challenges. And I suppose when you throw machine learning algorithms and artificial intelligence at that insane amount of data that's generated on a daily basis, you create algorithms that aren't just designed to help the customer when they have a problem, but you could use that as predictive analysis to indicate where things seem to be going wrong and address them before they hit the fan, so to speak. That, that's absolutely right. I mean, you know, machine learning, it's basically the process of feeding data into any number of algorithms like decision trees or logistic regression, linear regression, ultimately to make better decisions. And so, you know, companies are using machine learning to forecast the future, right? Prices and ratings, looking at the weather, they use it to, you know, detect aberrations, you know, fraud, intrusions, disease. Uh, you can use it for classification, right? Uh, facial recognition or categorization, spam detection. Um, we use it a lot with a lot of our customers on recommendation engines, right? So, you know, Netflix or a content provider, how do you provide a hyper-personalized experience in what they're interested in based on that data? You know, it, it, I mean, machine learning really is not rocket science. There's no magic. It's just, it, it's just billions and billions of rows of data and two buckets of math, a little bit of linear algebra and some multivariate calculus. 
The problem, though, is that data is siloed. If you want to build trust but still comply with data privacy regulations like GDPR, how do you protect the customer's network activity, something that's critically seen as a serious privacy issue? How do we rethink that practical role that data plays in building trust in a customer-first CSP? Uh, great question. Oh, well, that data needs to be protected, right? And it needs to be secured from, from, from all aspects of the network. The, the second thing is you need that data wherever the customers are to be able to engage and interact, right? And so as you look at the, you know, kind of the different forms and functions of digital transformation, you're looking at 5G enabling, you know, a significant amount of data. As all that data goes out to the edge of the network where you separate compute and storage, um, you, you need to be able to access that data and replicate that data intelligently from core to edge. Having said that, there are certain things that can't be replicated or shouldn't be replicated. Um, and that's why you need intelligent replication. Um, from our perspective, that's really, you know, Cassandra's strength, right? It, it, it really does come down to a distributed database with, with multi-region clustering capability and intelligent replication so that you're replicating the right data for the right environment and application rather than kind of blindly duplicating data everywhere. So uh, like I said, this is incredibly important for security, regulatory issues, GDPR, et cetera. I wonder though, and and I know that companies in the social media space are getting a lot of flack lately for the role that they play in every aspect of our lives now. But as people, we're sort of accustomed to giving up a certain degree of our data privacy in exchange for something. You know, do these social media sites and others that monetize data give CSPs some wiggle room to use customer data in a more flexible way? I, I absolutely think they should. Um, you know, years ago at the GSMA, we, we made a big push on, you know, same same service, same rules, right? So, so what we were trying to do is look at the, the rules and regulatory regime of, of the OTT players and, and what uh, the regime that was set into place for, for telcos. And it's very, very different. And, and so, you know, our perspective was if, if you're offering similar type services, you know, there should be similar rules, uh, not more rules, but, but, you know, do it the same. And so, you know, as you look at it, you know, uh, the telcos have so much data that they have not used um, and, and, and for good reason. And again, going back to the very first question that should engender trust. Uh, having said that, I, I think they can use a little bit more of that data to to benefit the customer. Now, if if you're selling someone's data to to make a buck, um, that really doesn't engender customer trust, right? And that's not the transparency that we were talking about earlier. But if you're using that customer data to give them the power and, and to put you know kind of the power of their data in in their hands, um, I, I think that's where it gets a little bit more interesting, right? Give shift the data power to the consumers. So that they get to control, you know, what happens with their data, how it's used, um, and ultimately so that it benefits them to, to what they need. Do they want recommendations? Great. Let's give them the best recommendations possible. Do they, do they not want to be bothered? Great. Let's not bother them. Whatever, whatever we can use that data to better, you know, serve um, those customers, I think, is, is the best way to do it. And, and I do think that social media companies have, have, have kind of allowed the perspective of that uh, to open the door a little bit more for telcos. Well, then let's talk about how we go about that. You touched on intelligent replication of data. How does a CSP share data securely across its departments that ensures the customer, whether it be enterprise or retail or what have you, get what they need when they need it while still meeting those regulatory burdens? A great question. So, I, I mean, the easy answer is, is Cassandra and Datastacks. <laughs> the, uh, the, the broader answer is that, you know, you, you need to bring all of your data properties into one place. Uh, you, need to, you need to at least try to do that. 
And so you have data housed all over the organization. And some of these behemoth organizations, um, it, it's a significant number of databases and data lakes and Hadoop clusters and, and so many different things that are happening across, um, uh, across that organization. You need to have a, a unified data strategy. And part of that comes with getting all the right people in the room to brainstorm about what you actually need that data for. There is some data that will will need to be on premise. There is some data that will need to be in the cloud. Uh, everybody's moving to the cloud, but 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 telcos by their you know inherent structure, their infrastructure providers, um, and so you know they provide this communication service um, based on infrastructure. So because it's infrastructure, there will always be an on premise need for for data. Um, having said that, the the customers are out in the world, right out at the edge, and so you know a lot of the the other data. Uh, needs to be able to be in the cloud. So, so we look at it as a as a hybrid uh, uh, cloud perspective, on prem and in the cloud, and then we we view it also as a multi cloud perspective, where you know no responsible executive team is going to put all of their workload in one place. Um, it just just wouldn't be smart. And so, you know, you're going to see this multi cloud hybrid cloud world um, where that data does need to be replicated. And so, you know, companies need to come together um, and, and and look at kind of their comprehensive strategy. Uh, right now, you have individual groups within those companies that are that are developing the strategy, and and that's fine to some extent, but that has to roll up into kind of a broader, you know, organization-wide data strategy to be able to use um, all aspects of that customer data from from each different department um, uh, to to benefit that customer at the edge of the network. Okay, so then we've broken down the silos. We've established which data can be shared amongst departments securely while still complying with GDPR regulations, etc. When solving a customer problem, we're advised to provide personalized solutions. The largest mobile operators in the West have as many as 470 million customers. How do we accomplish that effectively and efficiently at scale? <laughs> Another good question, Michael. Uh, so, you know, this one's interesting because you're right. You know, most of us, we, we, we have CSPs for one reason, right? That's connectivity. But we all have slightly different needs for that connectivity. Right, uh, you you run your your podcast, and you know you you need significant bandwidth at certain times, right? As you're as you're going through all of this, um, I may be traveling a lot. I may not need nearly as much bandwidth, but I do need you know flexibility and coverage. And so everybody needs something slightly different, right? Whether you're you're you know your kids are all you know homeschool, you know on Zoom calls, or or you watch a ton of Netflix, or you you know you you can't have that buffering. Um, whatever it is, uh, you have certain needs, and the data will tell the story. So whatever the data tells you about what the customer needs, um, that's where you go. You, you know, as a customer, if 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 I'm having an issue and I jump online to you know to to contact my CSP about my issue, and and that CSP, you know, they get a customer service rep and they get on the phone, they say, hey, you know, what's your problem? And I start to explain my problem, and only then do they start to look into my problem. Then they've got a problem, right? Mm -hmm. But if by the time I get on that call, they've already seen all the data that's come up to that customer service representative that says, okay, so Michael had an issue and the issue is that, you know, he joined a new service and that new service hasn't been working. I can see that he's had a number of dropped calls over the last, you know, two, three days. Um, I can immediately get on and say, hey, Michael, I see that you've had an issue. Um, I, I apologize for that. Uh, I, I see that the service isn't working, you know, as well for you as, as, uh, as we would both like. Uh, let me offer you a $40 discount uh, credit to your account right now. And let me take a look at that. It also looks like, you know, I see over the last couple of years, you've had this much, you know, in data usage. 
Um, I, I think you should bump that up. I, I, you know, I see your needs. I see who you are as a person from that data. And I'm giving you specific um, actionable items that, that, that I can make, you know, you happy and engender trust. And ultimately it's about transparency. The data will tell the story. And I can imagine as well that if you've built your data system effectively and you have an efficient and effective machine learning algorithm, you may very well know the customer's problem before they experience it. And the best systems would even call the customer. The customer wouldn't have to call them and, and recognize where the problem lies and then offer solutions. How do you do that, though, at scale? How does a CSP scale up its expertise in machine learning when this is a brand new avenue for this industry? Yeah, I, I mean, and that would be such a phenomenal response, right? I, I'm having issues and the CSP calls me and says, hey, this is the issue you're having. We've already solved it, right? We've, we've, uh, we, we've sent a truck to your, your you know, facility, you know, your, 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 your internet's down, we've already got it, we're covered, um, and, and you'll be up in 10 minutes, right? So before I even have to do anything, um, but again, it, it, it all does come down to the data. So, so how do you do that? How do you do that with so many people? Um, you collect as much data as you can. And, and then you have to figure out how to train the models around that data, right? So, so you know, again, it's, it's you know, ingesting all the data, collecting data from, from all aspects of, of, of your business, right? And that can be IoT sensor data, that can be processes, that can be people. Data can be, you know, simple as temperature, humidity, or it can be a full video feed, whatever it is, you need to then process that data. And then you need to train the data, right? So algorithms train the machines on actions that need to be taken based on the data or train the customer service bots on, on what needs to happen. And then you develop the data models, the, the prediction models for patterns and recommendations and predictive analysis and, and, and you know, what if scenarios. Um, and ultimately that is going to provide, you know, a better customer service experience. Um, but it really does come down to, 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 to data. Um, now, we think that the best way to do that is through partners, right? Develop partnerships with, you know, data companies that can help you do that. Because um, it's a really hard journey alone, especially if you're just looking at massive amounts of data and don't know what to do with it, which, which is a lot of the position that I think, you know, CSPs have been in for a while. So that, that's, that, that's my view. Collect as much data as you can. Find partners that can help you analyze, um, collect, and, and intelligently replicate that data. Um, and then, you know, develop the models around it to better serve your customers. But if you keep your customers at, at the core, um, th they'll tell you the story and the data will tell you the story. And I can imagine as well, because any decision that gets made in any corporation has to be based on return on investment. The idea of partnerships where you may be weak or lax in one particular area um, allows you to monetize this remarkable amount of data that you've got, not only to ensure that you've got better customer service, but that it also creates a new revenue stream for you. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, and, and 5G is going to change everything there, right? So, I mean, as you look at the Gs, you've gone through, you know, kind of 1G, 2G text messaging, 3G mobile and wireless connectivity. 4G, more kind of cloud IP mobile broadband. 5G is kind of this unlimited data capacity world, right? Where it's significant speed, significant throughput, you know, very, very low latency. Um, that, that's going to change so much of, of, of what you can do out there at the edge of the network. And so, you know, the 5G kind of applications of the future are, are going to be different today. The same way that kind of the first generation of video game consoles were different from PC games on, you know, 17 floppy disks. Right. Uh, th this ultra low latency and ultra wide bandwidth doesn't mean just faster response and higher resolution images. It means 
access to cloud computing resources uh, and, and, and transparency to the user, um, applications that follow the user as they move. So, you know, vehicles, drones, you know, so many different use cases for this. Well, you point this out. That's basically Industry 4.0. There are so many more moving parts in 5G, but that gives us the ability to create this fourth industrial revolution. What are some of the best use cases for predictive analytics when it comes to the factory floor? When I used to live in the UK, I used to have my groceries delivered. And I always thought that the person who was delivering my groceries would, would basically go and, and, and go to the store, pick up my, my goods, and then bring them in the bag to, uh, to, uh, to my house. Well, really what happens is you've got this factory that's just right outside of London and a swarm of bots running on kind of one of the, the world's densest kind of private you know, 5G mobile networks. Um, and, and it's revolutionizing kind of warehouse pickup and, and fulfillment. And you have all of these bots that, that, are, that are programmed and using you know, machine learning and, and in some cases, artificial intelligence to, to, to maneuver around this factory, uh, collect the items um, and, and, and do it with amazing speed using cloud data, kind of emerging tech. Uh, and, and really this also comes down to sustainability, right? It, it, it allows um, you to function without, you know, uh, with more effectiveness and more efficiency. But in a 5G world, CSPs are being urged to partner to fill in gaps in institutional knowledge, as we've been discussing, in areas like machine learning algorithms and IoT. But how do we securely break down data silos, not just within a CSP, but break down those data silos so that partners can use that data? You need to be able to have that data always available and, and easily replicated so that people can see it wherever they are. You need to be able to give access to the partners to the, to the right data in the right places. You know, as you work with these partners, um, you'll need to break down some of these silos. My recommendation is always get in a room, right? Get, get the right people in the room, brainstorm, have the conversation, talk about how you can use data more effectively and more efficiently, ultimately to better serve your customers, but, but also create significant operational efficiencies across the organization. Most of the partners will, will know that and they'll understand that. And so as you work with them, try to figure out ways to, you know, to, to benefit the customer at the end of the day. And the data will tell the story. See the future. Listen to what's next. Read about world-changing ideas. All by visiting nokia.com slash insights. The Futurhythmic podcast with Michael Hainsworth is a Nokia original series.